So this is part two of Connect. So if you have your Bibles uh, and if someone can type into the um, into the message, into the little chat box there, Matthew 2, uh, verse 9 through 10. That's what we want to do. We want to jump in there. Uh, Matthew 2, verse 9 uh, through 10. And if you get a chance, uh, read that whole first part of that chapter, Matthew 2, 1 through 12. But for time's sakes tonight, I don't want to keep everybody too long. Uh, read Matthew uh, 2, 1 through 12. But tonight we're just going to read Matthew 2, 9 and 10. All right, here it is. It says, so when they heard the king, uh, they departed. And behold, they're talking about the, the, who the Bible called were the three wise men or the magi from the east. He says, when they heard the king, they departed. And behold, the star, which they had seen in the east, went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. Verse number 10 says, when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And so there's two things we're going to learn tonight when we're talking about Connect This Christmas, right? Two things we're going to talk about tonight from this story, from those two uh, verses. The first one is the importance of a sign, okay? An importance of a sign. The second thing that we're going to talk about is the fact that God can and will, and throughout history, he has used anybody to proclaim his glory here on earth and to do his work. Okay, so the first thing we're going to talk about is the importance of a sign, the importance of a sign, uh, and that the fact that God will use anyone, and he's always done this throughout history, will use anyone to proclaim his glory, okay? So the first thing we want to talk about is a sign. So the sign, the sign. So the star that they saw, that star was a sign that Jesus was born. Not just the star that he was born, but also direction showing them where he was. And, and the Bible says that when they saw the, uh, the star, uh, when they saw that sign, that they rejoiced, right, with exceedingly great joy, okay? So they rejoiced at the sign, not the object that the sign was pointing them to, right, but just at the sign. And the question tonight as we try to connect over Christmas, as we look over what God is doing in our lives and what God is uh, put, taking us towards and we reflect on, 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 on all the things this year and where we are right now, the question comes, you know, when you are praying and when you are expecting something, when you are seeking something, when you are searching for something, when you are hoping for something like these guys were doing, when they're seeking for something, right? And you don't see the thing that you're praying for, okay? And you don't see the thing physically in front of you that you're expecting. And you can't physically feel the thing that you are searching for. And it seems like it's nowhere to be found. Are you happy if God just sends you a sign? Come on, y'all. Listen, when you're praying for that thing and you've been praying and praying and praying and it seems like you've been praying for a long time and the thing still hasn't happened, are you losing hope or are you conscious and are you aware enough to be on the lookout for God sending you a sign or are we too caught up in seeing where is that thing that I'm looking for, right? What happens when I get a sign? Okay, watch this. Is my reaction to rejoice like these like these folks, right? Or do I miss the sign? Sometimes God can send you a sign and God can put something right in front of your face to let you know that he is there, to let you know that you are on the right track, to let you know that you're headed in the right direction, to let you know that you are not by yourself. Because sometimes when you're out and you're lost, I see you, Ma, when you're out and you feel like you're lost and you feel like you're alone and you don't know that you're going the right way, sometimes all it takes is just one sign, listen, to to reassure you that you're headed the right way. Listen, before the days of all 
all the navigation and, and, and map quest and things like that that people used to print out. And you used to think, okay, I just got to take I-95 North and you're driving, you've been driving for an hour, then the hour turns into two hours. And because you're not sure where you are, you have no clue if you're headed in the right direction, other than the fact that this is the way the map said to go. Okay. And so then you're, and you're on the road and you're, and you're going your way and you're doing what you think you're supposed to do. And you've been on I-95 North for, for two hours. The one thing that will reassure you that you're headed the right way is a sign telling you I-95 North, that yes, you are still on the right road. And sometimes, listen, that, that prayer request or that thing that you're seeking or the thing that you're hoping for may be still far away, but with God will still what? Send you a sign. But if we are not looking for that sign, sometimes we can miss that sign. Watch this. The Bible says that Jesus stood over Jerusalem and wept over the city, he stood on, on, on a hill, on a mountain, and looked down on the city and wept over the city. And the Bible says that he wept over the city because the day of their redemption was at hand, but they were missing it because they didn't recognize who he was. And so listen, the Messiah that they all prayed about, the Messiah that they were all waiting on was literally right there and they missed it because they were not aware. And this Christmas season, I, I, listen, I don't want anyone on this call, Yenis, from Yenis to, to, Ma, to Mike and Gene, I don't want anyone on this call to miss anything that God has for you simply because you're not aware and you are missing the signs, okay? We can, we can miss a sign, uh, 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 we can ignore a sign. Have you ever, listen, have you ever gone through something or, or you're in a situation in life and, and God, is, and you feel something. And sometimes we say this, I felt something inside of me. And this is God trying to give you a sign. And sometimes he'll send us a sign that says, this is not the right direction. This is not the right thing to do. This is not the right person to have in your life. He'll give us all these different signs about all these different things. And truth be told, I'm not even asking anyone on this call to be honest. I'll be honest. And there are times when I get these signs and I ignore them. And I, you know what? I, I, this doesn't feel the way, but I want what I want. I'm going to go after what I want to go after or all the other reasons why we choose to ignore that little nudge, that sign, that direction that is inside of us telling us that that is not the way to go. But it is important. Watch this to follow the signs. Now, a sign is just an object. It's, it's an event. It, it's a thing, right? Whose presence or the incurrent the occurrence of a sign indicates the probable presence or the occurrence of something else, meaning the sign itself is not the thing. The sign is just a probable uh, presence or occurrence of something else. And so what I'm saying is, is that while you may not have the thing, just knowing that God has sent a sign saying that I have not forgotten about you, that I've heard your prayers, listen, that I know what you need and that it is on the way. I want to send you a sign to let you know that yes, yes, I hear you and no, you're not forgotten. I'm going to send you the sign to tell you to keep on going and to keep on pressing and to keep on praying. I'm going to send you the sign to make sure you stay on course to make sure you follow it. The thing is, is that we've got, sometimes we want things so quick. We want microwavable results, right? We want to put thing in the microwave, hit 30 seconds and it's done. I call, I call, we, here's what we want, we want God to be. I just, I call it the vending machine effect. We, we, we want to go to the vending machine. We want to put a little bit of money in and then we just hit what we want. And then it drops right out. And so we say, okay, I'm gonna go to church. Here's the vending machine. I'm gonna put a little money in there, do some, do some, let God know what I want. And then bam, it should be right there. He does not work that way. Okay. And so sometimes in, 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 if, if what you have been praying for or what you feel God has called you to or what you feel God is bringing into your life, I see you see here, has not manifested itself yet. We need to learn how to rejoice at just the sign, just knowing that God has prepared this thing for me. And when it comes, it's coming, but I'm going to watch this. I'm going to, I'm going to look for the sign. And when I see the sign, I'm going to continue to follow the sign because they could have just rejoiced when they saw the sign and left it there. I see you, mom, but they did not. They continue to follow 
the star. And so when we see these signs, we rejoice when we see the signs because it means that God is with us. That means that God is, has not forgotten about us. That means God is telling us, yes, continue in that direction. Listen, signs provide several things. Signs provide uh, a direction. Signs provide direction. They provide guidance. They provide management along your way. They it tell you tells you where to go. You see a sign that says if you're driving up, you know, BW Parkway and you're trying to get to Riverdale, it'll tell you, you know, it's 410 exit right here. And you take that exit. The sign is trying to direct you which way to go. And God's signs, uh, 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 when we see them or we're pressing or praying for something, we'll show you what? A, d- a direction and we'll show you guidance along your way. It also, signs also shows us in instructions. There are some signs that are just meant to be instructional, detailed information. Watch this regarding a task at hand. And sometimes we got to follow those signs for those instructions. And other times signs are a symbol, but one way or the other, God will send a sign to you to let you know that you are on the right track. And we have to understand the importance of a sign, why it is easy for us to shout and it's easy for us to clap and it's easy for us to run around a church and be all happy because a result happened. What God had, what we see in this scripture here, and what I think God wants us to do is to even be people who rejoice over a sign because God sending a sign is a signal that God has not forgotten about us tonight. The second thing we want to talk about, uh, 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 or that we said we talk about, is the fact that God will use anyone. Okay, and and and, and again, this is this is a connection from the uh, first uh, uh, part one. But that God will use anyone. We talk about the three wise men, right? They said there were three. Uh, uh, some call them three wise men. Uh, other uh, translations in some Christmas carols say the three kings. Um, uh, but they, the three magi, like three magicians, basically astrologers, uh, they studied the sky and there was some argument that it wasn't even three, that it was, it was a group of them, but that's, that, that doesn't matter one, uh, uh, one way or the other, but these people weren't, they were not Jews. They were not God's chosen people. Okay. They said that there were three magi from the East, uh, uh, East of Jerusalem. Okay. And so that means that puts them close to the area really where, uh, Daniel, Daniel's ministry almost 600 years ago was in Babylon, right? When the Jews were captured. Now, listen, if you're new to all this and, and, and you're trying to figure out what well, Daniel, Babylon, how we tied together, do not worry about it. We do these verse by verse Bible studies and I will make sure you get all the information that you need to know and it will become familiar. But if you want to read the story of Daniel, feel free to read that chapter. We can explain some stuff once we go through our verse by verse Bible study. But, but this is actually, and, 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 and the way you tie it back there is that, you know, the book of Daniel is actually the only other book in the Bible that mentions uh, what was translated in Greek for the New Testament, magi or magicians or these wise men. So when they called them wise men, they were really talking about these, the, the, the magi, the magicians, the, the astrologers. And so it was like 600 years before this date, before Christ, that the Babylonians uh, took the Jews into, into exile. Watch how God worked the whole thing, even with Daniel. Daniel was one of the people that was taken into exile, right? He was one of the people, uh, one of the Jews that the Babylonians uh, captured and brought back when they conquered them. Now, remember, and again, if you don't know the story, it's okay, we'll explain it. Remember, Daniel found favor with King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, right? Because he, he, you, there was the story about he had this dream and the dream was torturous and his wise men, his fortune tellers, his magi, his astrologers, all his people couldn't interpret the dream, but Daniel could interpret his dream, right? So now remember, so, so once he interpreted his dream, uh, he then put Daniel in charge of all of those magi, of all the magicians, again, 600 years ago, right? Now remember, over the course of Daniel's ministry there in Babylon, he had a lot of visions, 
He had a lot of prophecies. He had all this stuff that he was writing down that he was telling. And we know it was written down because it's in the present day book of Daniel. Right. And so we see all that stuff that was written down there uh, that 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 it is very uh, 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 possible uh, and likely that of all of Daniel's visions and of all the things that Daniel was teaching, that Daniel, that these teachings uh, uh, were given to the Magi, to those wise men, because they, they respected Daniel so much because he was the one who can interpret all these dreams, even when they couldn't. And one of those prophecies, one of those um, uh, things that Daniel had talked about uh, was uh, the birth of Jesus. Now, what I want to do is go real quick to um, to Daniel 9.24. Now, again, when we get to Daniel, we're going to go through all these numbers and it's all going it, to make sense when we do our verse by verse Bible study. But I want to go to Daniel just so you kind of so you can see the commitment, because the whole point is about how God can use anyone. These people weren't part of the chosen people, right? Now watch this, Daniel 24 through 26. This is Daniel's, this is Daniel's prophecy and it's about Jesus. He says, 77s are decreed for your people and your holy city to finish transgressions, put an end to sin, to atone for wickedness, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and prophecy and to anoint the most holy place. Verse 25, no one understand this, from the time the word goes out to restore and build Jerusalem until the anointed one, the ruler comes, there will be seven sevens and 62 sevens. We're going to get into what all that means when we jump into Daniel, okay? So he says, from the time Jerusalem is, 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 uh, is uh, uh, until the word goes out to restore and rebuild Jerusalem. Now, rem- that whole thing happens in, in Nehemiah 2.5. And again, when we do our verse by verse Bible study, we'll plug it all together. But that happens in Nehemiah uh, 2 5. So they're talking about from the time that they rebuild the uh, the temple, right? And until the time the anointed one comes, it's talking about Jesus, the ruler comes, there will be seven sevens and 62 sevens. It will be rebuilt with streets and a trench, uh, but in times of trouble. After 62 sevens, the anointed one will be put to death. This is foretelling the death of Jesus and, and will have nothing. The people of the ruler who uh, who will come and will destroy the city and the sanctuary will end up like a flood. War will continue until the end and desolation will have been decreed. So they had this study and they had this teaching right there with them. And so you got to understand this is 600 years ahead of this time. Now watch this. Daniel's position and Daniel's ministry lasted into Persia uh, and the Magi, his, rule, his, his leadership over them continued all the way into the Persian period, and they were under his supervision. Now, Daniel's power and his interpretation and his prophecy uh, gave him a loyal following among a lot of the Magi. Now, watch this. These people who weren't even Hebrew, who weren't even of that faith, passed down Daniel's teachings and passed down Daniel's writings and turned to, uh, passed down the prophecies and turned down and and, and, and and handed down the teachings from generation to generation 600 years even doing the math culminating to the point where in the in the gospel watch what they had to do when they counted down and they figured out when the time was coming and they knew it was going to happen in Jerusalem they they left where they were and all they had when they got to where they were going was a sign was a star that says here he is. And God's deposit that he gave them through Daniel worked out great. Watch this, where they were pagan star worshipers, pagan astrologers who just held on to Daniel's faith. Watch this and observe Daniel from a distance. Watch it. And even through the teaching of who Daniel was from the people who went on before them now brought, they didn't just come to see, they brought gifts to Daniel's God. 
because of Daniel's ministry there. And so when it, so it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter where your start, what your start in life was like. And don't worry, we'll break that whole thing down in Daniel when we get to the book. But it doesn't matter where you start. It doesn't matter where you come from in life. It doesn't matter where you, what you understand. Because you got to remember, who knows how many of the holy scrolls that these guys had access to. The only thing that we know they had access to was Daniel's teachings. And so it doesn't matter if you can recite the Bible back and forth and whether you know this or know that and how you can you memorize scripture and you can, you know, pray until people, you know, pass out. That, that They held on to what they had and they had Daniel's faith. It doesn't matter how you started. It doesn't matter if you feel like you're good enough. It doesn't matter if you feel like you belong. It doesn't matter if I tell you you're good enough. None of that matters. God can use you to proclaim what he's doing in this world. And watch this. And Yenis, listen, God can use you to do what he is trying to do in this world. You don't have to think that you fit in. You don't have to think that you're good enough. You don't have to think that you're qualified. These people might not, these three magi, uh, as the Bible calls them, they might not even have been believers, period, at all. But they believe what Daniel said, so much so that they did the math through generation after generation after generation and showed up right where they were supposed to be, according to what uh, Daniel said. And there God gave them a sign. They had to step out in faith when it was time, you know, and by the way, you know, a lot of people will say, you know, uh, we don't do Christmas and stuff because it was really taken for, it was originally taken from a pagan holiday. It's just so funny that, yeah, probably Sassy's here. Absolutely. But doesn't that fit the Christmas narratives that these three pagan worshipers, watch this, and, star, and stargazers uh, believe what Daniel said, so much so that they passed it down to generation and 600 years later, three more magi came based off of what was taught to them from 600 years ago and got the time and right and saw the sign. Listen, this Christmas season, as we work to connect in a closer way with God, go back and listen to Connections Part 1 because we talk about other points of connection. But tonight, do not miss signs that God is telling you. I am convinced tonight that every single person on this call, God is taking somewhere. God is doing something with. It may be a new thing. It may be something that he's already has started in you and he's just and he's confirming some things tonight. Do not miss these signs. Listen, it may not be the thing that you think it should be, but if it is a sign, it means that you are in the right direction, okay? And that's enough to rejoice the way that they rejoice. They didn't get to Jesus yet. They didn't get the baby Jesus yet, but when they saw the star, they rejoiced. And so you may not get there yet, but as you continue to see signs, I need you to rejoice and be glad and be happy about that. And the fact that these men who were from, from east of Jerusalem, who, who were tied to Babylonian ancestry, uh, who goes all the way back to Daniel, all they did was follow Daniel's teaching and they showed up where the teaching told them to go. OK, we got to hold on to our faith, hold on to hold on to good teaching and sound doctrine. OK, now watch this. When they followed that teaching and showed up where they were going to go, it didn't say anything about their faith and what they believed, but they knew Jesus was going to be born because they followed Followed that teaching. It just shows, I see you, Renika. It just shows that, listen, God can use anybody at any point at any time. And that's good news. Watch this. That's good news for me because I'm not perfect. I get stuff wrong all the time. I got life wrong today. I make mistakes. I make bad decisions. I have sin issues and sin struggles, and we all do. But that does not disqualify us from doing what God would have us to do. And we, and it's simple here at Impact. It says in 2 Corinthians that God has given us the ministry of reconciliation the same way he did with Jesus, that he is making his appeal through the, through, to the world through us to redeem man back to him. Amen. And right along with that, it is to make, it is to meet the needs 
of those who are the most vulnerable in our society. Talked about it in James, where they are supposed to take care of the orphans and widows in their time of need, right? And that was the most vulnerable in their society. The most vulnerable in our society, I mean, it's also orphans, it's also widows, but it's also people who are homeless and those who have uh, mental challenges, the elderly. And so that's what we do here. But again, if we're gonna connect this Christmas, you gotta understand, don't, don't let your connection with God and what God is trying to do, don't let it be stopped or hindered because you are doubting yourself or because you are doubting whether God actually wants to use you. God wants to, yes, God wants to use you. If, you're, if, the, if your question tonight is, well, does God want to use me? The answer is yes. If your question is, you know, well, can God use me? The answer is absolutely yes. Okay. So don't let that connection uh, uh, be hindered simply because you're doubting whether God can do it. If God can use three people from generations uh, 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 of magicians and astrologers and stargazers, then yes, he can use you. And again, don't get this because the manifestation or the physical thing that you've been hoping and seeking it for and praying for isn't here yet. If you can just get your mind on the fact that I can rejoice even if God sends me a sign and, 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 and hold on to that sign and follow that sign for what it is, I believe that God is going to uh, uh, connect with us and keep us connected um, this Christmas season. So as always, I'll pray. Um, you, you can unmute yourselves if you have a question or if you have a comment. Um, uh, uh, that's fine. Hey, Morel, I didn't see you there. What's up, my man? Um, uh, if you have a question or a comment or, or anything you may want me to explain a little further, um, uh, we, we can do that. 